Luke, what uh, what do you think of the name Gildenberg? Hi, Jonathan. You know, that's a that's a loaded question because you already know the answer. And the answer is, I think it's a stupid name. Wow, it, it's growing on me a little bit of as it's used over time, but still, like my tongue trips over it every time. I every other time I say it, I say Gutenberg first, and <laughs> I don't think it's descriptive. You know, it's hard to know exactly what it does. Yeah. What do you think of the name Gildenberg? Obviously, you love Why? it. I do love it. Uh, do you want to give a bit uh, of context for a few for different what, reasons? It, what sort of name it is? Uh, maybe we'll just we can let the context sort of unfold. It the the original idea was to so we wanted to start a business focused on solving problems for product companies in the WordPress ecosystem. And one of the name that incorporated some of the ideas that we've been looking into for building guilds and collectives and how you facilitate cooperation. And then uh, I couldn't resist guiding. I didn't come up with the name, Anna did. And I loved the idea of like something related to Gutenberg. So she took those concepts, put them together, and Gildenberg came out the other side. And as soon as she said it, I was like, because she, we, t- we, there was a quite a few different names we talked about. I was like, yes, awesome. And then <laughs> shared it with you, and you're like, that's stupid. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm glad it's no, growing you, on you, though. You said you shared it with a number of people, and everybody said that they loved it, which I am skeptical about. And, you know, it's, I mean, I didn't say it's everybody. derivative, you like know, some, it's, I it definitely seems have people. like. It seems really obvious, you know. Oh, we need to build a guild for WordPress. Let's see. Can we create some sort of portmanteau here? Yeah. Sorry, Anna. I don't like it. I mean, I'm glad to hear it's growing on you. Why is it growing on you? Is it just like spaced repetition? <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely just uh, me getting used to the name. Just in the same way that like a, a bad logo, you get used to it. Well, yeah, I, I was disappointed when I shared it with you and you didn't like it at first because you do have a thing for names. You, you, you care about that stuff. For me, though, I'm like, this is the right one. So sorry, Luke. We'll see how you feel. Maybe, maybe you'll warm up to it more as more time goes on. Yeah, it is what it is. It was um, good seeing you at WordCamp Asia. It's been a bit since, but I thought that was uh, that was fantastic. How, what did you think about it? WordCamp Asia was a great WordCamp, man. It <laughs> we we recorded an episode right before WordCamp Asia was canceled, and we was telling each other, you know, it won't be canceled. What's this COVID thing? It'll blow over. It's nothing. And uh, yeah, and we were both we both had tickets to go. We both bought plane tickets and accommodation. And for me, this was an announcement. I know that there's been WordCamps before WordCamp Asia, you know, coming back again. But for me, WordCamp Asia was really the announcement that we we're waiting for that. All right, WordCamp is back, baby. Like, let's let's do this again. And it was fantastic. It was a great event. Asia actually is perfect for Aussies because there were so many Australians there as well. Lots of Indians too. And um, yeah, so I knew lots of people, had a great time. I was a little bit, um, a little bit like WordCamp Australia in that, that there was a lot of Australians there, not that many <laughs> Americans. Uh, so 
even better. That was a nice little bonus. Ah, ah, too far. I <laughs> I quite enjoyed it as well. Um, it was it's I, one of the things I just love about WordCamps is just seeing very different feels, like very different organizing teams, different ways of approaching and doing things. I enjoyed it, uh, and yeah, I'm I'm looking for it. Where's it gonna the next one? I, they they've announced it already. Taiwan, Taiwan, Taipei. Okay. Mm. Yes, you plan to go to that? Yeah, yeah. I after I'm, this uh, WordCamp Asia, I would not miss the next one. No. I think this is going to be my I'm, I'm word camp. It. You know, it's going to be my go-to. Well done to the organizers. That's awesome. WordCamp Asia was the first time that uh, I started talking about Gildenberg more publicly. We got the website up around then. Um, just had CloudFest in Europe a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I enjoyed that uh, quite a bit. And got to talk about Gildenberg a little bit more then. And then we have a couple other events coming up. Uh, CloudFest USA is in about six weeks. And then WordCamp Europe and Athens. Last we spoke, you're a maybe for that. Still thinking about it? If, uh, yeah. if Asia is like your main? Yeah, I'm, I'm a maybe for that. They have a childminding service. So I'm thinking of maybe taking one of my kids. That would be fun. Oh, I saw that too. I was so happy to like, yeah. I'd love to see a kids camp kind of thing come back around. That's awesome. I'm so grateful for, you know, that emphasis on like, Hey, let's, let's provide a space for the young ones. And I don't know, I, I've been, I've been hearing more folks make reference to, and I've been thinking more about, you know, it's like the, the kind of next generation of WordPress and what does that look like? So that's something that uh, I'm, I'm just excited to see more references to it more and knowing that more people are thinking about it. Yeah, so you mentioned Gildenberg at WordCamp Asia, and you mentioned obviously at the start of this, this episode. I know what Gildenberg is, but if someone were to sort of see your talk and and then um, at the end you put up your Gildenberg slide, and you know I'm Jonathan from Gildenberg, and they go to themselves, "Geez, Gildenberg, bit of a strange name, but maybe I'd like to learn more about that." <laughs> what's the and they said what's this gildenberg thing what's your sort of standard yeah you must have a reply you know a, a pithy two-sentence elevator pitch for gildenberg um so it does depend somewhat on who the like who the audience is but if assuming i don't know i think the simplest way that i describe it these days i'm not sure if it's pithy is um yeah we're focused on solving problems for product companies in the wordpress ecosystem where I usually start is sort of backing into how I came to that and like why product companies, because that's not where I started. That's not what I assumed for, so and you sounds, know this for years. Go ahead. That, that, that sounds like a consulting company. Is that what Gildenberg is? You consult? Solving product no. problems no. for product companies. So tell us a bit more then. Well, so you know that I've been on to this, the, this idea that hosting companies are a big part of like how we solve problems in the WordPress yeah. space for a while now. And uh, that's, you know, that's for the past couple of years, that's been it where I'm like, okay, we just got to get the hosting companies to work more together. We can solve some of these ecosystem-wide challenges. And while I believe that is still true, what I've concluded after a couple of years of talking to a lot of hosts and you know, talking about this like app store problem space 
it's like, I was like, all right, well, something's missing here. Like, it's not enough to just talk about coordination. We need a leverage point. We need something that makes it, uh, we need something that better aligns incentives. Uh, I'm a big right. fan of cooperation. I love some of the initiatives that I'm seeing, but like hosting companies aren't going to just wake up one day and all work together. So just and, to, to tie all yeah. this up, right. So originally this idea was that hosting companies are such a foundational piece of the WordPress um, business model that you can sort of apply some leverage there and grow your business through hosting companies and that hosting companies really form the backbone of WordPress. Now, I told you all, all along that a bit of a problem with that, and I've experienced working at some of these hosting companies, is that hosting companies, not all, but a lot of them for the most part, really struggle to get anything done, especially big businesses. They, they sort of struggle totally. with the software development yeah. processes. They, if you want to sign some sort of business deal, some sort of contract, it's going to go through years of legal until it's done. And these are just like slow moving behemoths, impossible really to get anything uh, done in a reasonable amount of time. All right. So th there's another problem though, is, which is that there's no incentive for hosts to exactly yep to promote to distribute plugins and so we need a little bit of leverage there's this other big problem which is that hosts have been for the last couple of years in the business and and really you and I were talking about this right as it started to happen which is that they've been acquiring plugins they've been acquiring plugins yeah. and then uh, making them either exclusive or free on their platforms and and this is doesn't doesn't seem like such a big problem especially if a host says look we're going to buy acf but anyone can buy it you know it's acf isn't exclusive to wp engine for example um well that doesn't seem yep. so bad does it but it is a problem because now other hosting companies can't promote ACF and other hosting companies who maybe have their own plugins, they can't have their plugins integrate with ACF because now they're working to integrate with a competitor. With a and with a competitor, yeah, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't sort of add up, and so this this is starting to become a, a really meaningful problem inside of WordPress as more hosts acquire more uh, plugins. So we need a solution, right? There's one step deeper for me in this. Like, I think what's motivated me from the beginning is, okay, we, we have this large decentralized ecosystem, which has its benefits and trade-offs. And like, I, I care a lot about WordPress within the context of the role that it plays in the broader open web, right? Like that, that's been a big theme since we started Crossword is this intersection between WordPress and the open web. And like WordPress, I, I feel like I'm increasingly under less and less like... I look at it with less and less rose-colored glasses. Like I love the project. I love the community. I love the ecosystem. There's a lot of challenges. And for me, the heart of many of the challenges in our space are around missing, like misaligned incentives, right? Whether it's the relationship with Automatic and .org, whether it's the hosting companies and the project as a whole, but the project initiatives like Five for the Future not getting the traction that they really like could warrant relative to the impact potential. And when I look at all of that, it's like, okay, how do we move the needle in our ecosystem? How do you create momentum? Because the way it is today is we basically have all these little islands. You have automatic 
and their wordpress.com. You have Newfold over here. You have GoDaddy over here. You have Hostinger over here. You just, and there are thousands of hosting companies, which I think is fantastic on the whole, right? When it comes to a resilient, open, free web. Yet there are real challenges that are leading us to be losing momentum, I think unnecessarily against some of these proprietary platforms. And well, let me put it this way. The momentum remains, but the product is just not great, right? Like there's a lot of people who are working with WordPress and despite all the product level challenges. And I feel like there's just not really incentives to, to tackle those things effectively. And what I thought was that hosting companies was how we could do it, right? Just get them all to work together and we'll solve this and get them to cooperate. And as more and more acquisitions <laughs> continued to happen, I was like, okay, it's just less and less clear that that's going to be the case. And eventually I was like, oh, it's the product companies. The product companies are where the leverage is. And if we can help the product companies, then maybe we can create more momentum around that, which then led to, okay, what problems do the product companies have? And what I posit today in our discussions with product companies and what I'm seeing in the space is a lot of people in WordPress struggle with monetization. How do you make good money in WordPress, especially compared to the SaaS ecosystem outside? We have a big problem with compatibility. How do you get all these pieces to play nicely together? And where's the incentive to do that? And, and then last, there's this whole distribution piece, which is you can have a great product in the WordPress ecosystem today. And it's not uncommon for the majority of folks that just have never heard about it. And how do you solve that? Being in .org by itself isn't enough. So that's that's where the pieces come together. And uh, yeah, Gildenberg, I'm, we can do whatever we need to to solve those problems. I don't think consulting is the answer because you're very limited in what you can do. You're going to work with a few people, right? And that's where we're looking at it from a, okay, how do we bring more capital into the space? Our first move is to start with an accelerator. We'll eventually have a fund and position an organization that's agnostic and neutral and is in a spot where it can help align incentives between the product companies and the hosting companies. That's at least the hypothesis. Makes sense. So if, if we say that, I mean, subjectively, and, and this is uh, completely my opinion here, uh, hosting companies acquiring smaller product plugin companies is a bad thing. It's bad for the host yep. more often than not um, because they acquire this thing that doesn't actually bring as much value as they, they thought it might. <laughs> Unless, you know, well, we'll see. But in my experience, oftentimes um, the acquisitions are a little misinformed 